Good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening. This is the PA Podcast Express coming to you live from the Silver Tavern in Deckerville. Well, pre-recorded. We're live, live right now. Right now we're alive. Who yeah. knows by the time this releases we might not be. That is true. There is truth to that. Maybe it'll be nuclear fallout or the zombie apocalypse will have started or Yes. Any or, of those things are acceptable. Or maybe I just farted myself to death in my sleep. They they could be Thank acceptable. You. Thank you, sir. Yes. Any of those scenarios could happen. Or and are we'll probably likely to happen. Probably likely to fart myself to death in my sleep. Yeah. Or oh. nuclear oh. holocaust. Nuclear. Yeah. Nuclear. 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 That's something that always burns me. It's not nuclear. Nuclear. Yes. Not nuclear. Nuclear. You don't have a nucleus holocaust. Nucleus nu- mononucleosis? Yes. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. You can email us at pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. That's pineapple nipple asshole at gmail.com. Try it. Or, or you can email us at pineapple nipple arsehole because that's all the bastards that Google will give us. The, the Ayatollah Khomeini has a Gmail address, but we couldn't get asshole. <laughs> what the hell? I'm the Ayatollah of rock and roller. Yeah. <laughs> but without the proper email address. Oh, so depressing. <clears throat> or Very. just PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. That's the letters P, the letters N, and the letters A. Phonetically, that's uh, ping, nutshell, asshole, apple, apple. Yes. yes. PNA Podcast Express. Not to be confused with the PNA Podcast. Please don't, don't do that. Yeah, it should be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. <sighs> what a day, what a day. We're in the full doldrums of summer here. We are. the. Well, are we in the dog days? Isn't the dog days kind of like August? I think so. Summer annoys the fuck out of me. Oh, not me. It's because so nice it out. It sucks dick. I like 50, 60 degree weather. And well, plus, yeah, I, fall is my favorite season, but I will take right. summer over the shitville that is winter. Plus, in the summer, everyone wants to do shit. It's like you can do stuff year-round, you know? I mean... yeah. And but we tend to use it all up in the like twelve yeah. weeks of summer. So that we have. so you have twenty four. You have I have like thirty seven events jammed into twelve weekends in the summer. Yeah, and I I just skip half of them. You know, oh I'm, oh, I'm getting married. Gross. First of all, but second of all, yeah. Why the fuck do you have to do it in the summer? Do it. Do it in. Don't do it during football season. Don't do it in the summer. Do it in the dead of winter. Well, there are some things you can't do in the dead of winter. Why not? Uh, because cold out. I'm not cold doing is a state things. of mind. I'm not. See, doing those I things. don't get cold. That's what confuses the crap out of people I ice fish with. Like I really, if I say I'm fucking cold, the people I'm with are probably damn near ice cubes at that point. Yeah, I used to be that way, and I'll tell you what: the last few years, I get yeah. fucking cold. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Especially my feet. It's bound to happen. That's what that's what everybody says goes first is your feet. <clears throat> it's yeah. circulation. Uh-huh. What, it, what it boils down to, and as we get older. It, which is weird. You would think gravity would make it so that blood circulates better through your feet. You would think so. But yeah, I would think. I would think you you would get dumber because it would be less circulation through your brain. That does make a lot of sense. Maybe we do. We just don't know it. Ignorance I think is we bliss. Do. Ignorance is bliss. I know I'm a lot dumber than I used to be, and I was never that smart to begin with. So that is that is pretty accurate as well. That's astute right there. <laughs> Astute's it's, an awful big word for a dumb person. Find self, something smaller. Self, self-aware, self-awareness goes a long ways, my friend. 
<laughs> it really, I know exactly what I am. I know what I bring to the table. That's why I'm not in a relationship. Because what do I bring to the table in a relationship? Not much. Agony. Pain. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I'm a bitch to deal with and get along with, so I, I understand this about myself. Yeah, I mean, for the couple hours I spend with you a week, holy shit. I mean, I'm fucking unbearable most of the time. Like, I don't do well. I'm selfish. I, that's the bottom line. Like, I, I get annoyed when I have to adhere to somebody else's whims, schedules, wants. I don't want to say needs, because if I'm in the right relationship with the right person, then needs are no problem, because you want to do that for the person. Right. But, uh... Unless they're needy. Some are, too. Ugh. Gross, too. Yep. (sighs) So... So I'm very picky, too, in particular. It doesn't bode well, because physically, I mean, I'm not dealing with the, you know, something great here, so... Yeah, you're playing poker without... Aces. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it's crazy. Well, I'm ugly and out of shape, so I figured I better make this marriage last. <laughs> this is it. This is it. I will, I will totally be alone. This Plus, is totally it. I mean, I see friends of mine dating, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it don't. It sucks, do dude. That. It fucking sucks. I never wanted. First of all, I love my, my kids more than anything. I wanted to be a family forever. And uh, it bothers me. It feels like a, like a failure. Plus, just dating is just a cesspool. And do I want to really bring some of these people around my children, too, you know? Uh, or even your cat. Fuck that, I know. Ooh. I mean, jeez. And the cat is actually my ex-girlfriend's cat that's still staying at my house. So that's a whole other story. Yeah. We've covered that before. Yeah, while she's... Uh, Those keeping track. While she's no. gallivanting out over in Thailand, living her best mm-hmm. life. I mean... She was just chatting with the kids yesterday on uh, FaceTime or something. And, well, I'm taking a vacation and going here in Thailand and doing this and that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're living a charmed life. Yeah. You know, I'm stuck here taking care of your fucking miserable ass cat. Nobody knows for sure. She's probably giving happy endings for five bucks. She's a teacher over there. So so definitely giving definitely, happy yeah, endings yeah. for five bucks. <laughs> you can't live in Thailand on a teacher's salary. <laughs> Sure, you Do you know how much shit costs over there? Like, if you eat lunch and it costs more than a dollar fifty, she says that's that's fucking crazy over there. Like a dollar fifty U.S. for there, it's, it's like seventy five thousand baht or something over there is what it costs. But yeah, seventy five thousand baht, baht, b a h t baht. Oh, that's their currency. Boy, some places have screwed up names for their currency. I know. <laughs> we just call it dollarinos here. Yeah, bucks. How many bucks is that? (laughs) How how many bucks that set you back? (laughs) So, yeah, in Poland it was Zlotys. Z-L-O-T-Y. Zloty. Are they a member member of the European Union, though, now? They are, but internally they use... But they use their own currency? Yeah. We're getting a little too technical for even my brain right now, so... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, So, yeah, you know... Lots of things on, on the docket for getting pissed off we, about. Oh, God. You know what fucking grinds my gears? We were just talking about this. There's literally a sign hanging up here. We're at the old STD, Silver Tavern, Deckerville, as always. There's a sign for an event that says, First Annual. People, if you're making an event and it's the first one, either go first or inaugural, or just don't say anything. But for fuck's right. sake, don't say First Annual. You can say the first. You can yes. say the Original, right? The only, um, but yeah, to say the first annual—that's setting your goals pretty high. That this is going to be successful, and it's just dumb. It's it's not proper English to it say is. first annual. 
And I bet if you asked them about, they'd say, "Well, irregardless," which yeah. is not a word either. Irregardless, uh, you know, uh, be that as it may, irregardless, um, uh, for all in, for all intents and purposes, for all intensive purposes, all intensive purposes, <laughs> for all intensive purposes, we we meant it to be the first annual. Uh, you're welcome. That's that's y o u apostrophe r e. Yeah. You're welcome. Instead, yeah, Y O U R. You're welcome. Well, yeah, that would be improper, right? Because they nobody can own a welcome. Yeah, bitch, this is my welcome. Step the fuck off. <laughs> Get off that welcome. Damn, you think I'm gonna share this welcome, bitch? You wrong. I don't know why we had to go inner city for that. Uh... Yeah, baby, you know what I like. <laughs> yeah, baby, just bring that welcome over here. I'll show you how to use it. <laughs> I'll show you the medium. Why you are apostrophe e welcome? <laughs> oh my goodness! This devolved in a hurry. I appreciate it, it. We we come up with a perfectly good rant, and then we uh, just so go off the rails. So for fuck's sake, don't use first. If it's the second one and you've had it the year prior, then by all means, use second annual. Yeah, absolutely. And even, even if you skip the year for COVID, nobody's going to fuck with you if you still say annual and it's like the 23rd annual right. and you didn't have it last year. We don't care. We don't care. We don't give a fuck. But for fuck's sake, don't say first annual. No. There is no such thing. Right. It can't be. It <sighs> cannot be. So <laughs> get, just, your, uh, get just, your shit together. Just like new and improved. New and improved. Ha! <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing either. It's either one or the other. That's right. We took the old one, and we made it less shitty. It's improved. Or we made a new one, and it's never been shitty before, so it's just new. Those are my two favorite phrases to use in engineering when I'm talking about things. Is uh, First of all, uh, just when you make something idiot-proof, they go ahead and make a better idiot. And Every the sec- day. The second one is, I have to unfuck everything you fucked up. Yeah. Well, they do make a better idiot yeah. every single day. Oh, yeah. Every day. If, you ever, if you're ever designing anything or making something or doing something and you say to yourself, no one would ever do that, yes, they would. Yeah. You're like, no one would ever stick their fucking dick in this thing. Yes, That's they exactly would. exactly what I was thinking that somebody would do. You're like, stick their dick in something? Yeah. We, you know, we have over seven, what, we're at 70-some hours worth of podcast together at this point, so yeah. we're, we're in each other's heads a little bit. <clears throat> Definitely, you know. But the thing is, you go, ah, moving parts, uh, sharp parts. I don't think anybody would put their dick in there. The next thing you know, you're making a sticker that says, do not insert penis. Yeah, or the sticker that's on equipment at work that I've seen, if you wouldn't stick your dick in it, don't stick your fingers in it. Yeah. Well, it's like having to put a, don't shine this light in your eyes on a laser. (laughs) Do not shine toward your eyes. Oh, man. And then you go to a doctor, and you get Lasix. (laughs) And they're in there with a big old laser just burning away. So does a Lasix laser actually say, do not shine directly into eyes? I don't know. I bet you it does. You might have to check that out. I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for you. That means that doctors do not follow directions. They don't follow their own directions. <clears throat> yeah, I was right. We have 72 hours worth of podcast. Nice. In 18 minutes. Nice. This is episode number B7276. Five Alpha. Five Alpha. Fantastic. First annual. It is the uh, July 20th edition. No shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're cranking Today's, away. Oh, it's the 19th today. We're cranking away at getting that. Full disclosure. 100th episode. 
Oh, we're going to just have a blowout for that biatch. We are. I plan on being very drunk, hopefully with a, you know, a, a whole group that comes in. Hopefully a party bus of 21-year-old hot chicks comes in yeah. again. Yeah. That was just like manna from the heavens, I tell you what. People, it was. That made the event, because that's the number one thing people still talk about for our 50th. E- even people that weren't here. Episode. But right. the people that were here, it's like, yeah, we didn't even know you guys were doing a podcast anymore. <laughs> They're like, I fuck, didn't fuck, your, fuck your old podcast. Yeah. Hell, I'd stopped recording. I, just, I forgot we were doing a podcast, too. Like an hour later, I look over and people are still talking. And I'm like, oh, no shit. Wow. You did kind of dip out there for a while. I was drunk. Yeah, I was pretty hammered, too. I uh, I can function pretty well, even though I'm, like, pretty uh, pretty out of it. Right. I was, like you said, your one friend gave you that... that uh, that partying shot where you could you didn't even think he was speaking English anymore he was so drunk I was almost to that point yeah yeah you sound like that guy from the king of the hill click it click it click it on the internet there boom hour yeah boom hour you got the dang note in and there you can look at it open google screwdriver turn and it does that carburetor right up that was pretty solid. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. Not bad. Right. But yeah, yeah, we will definitely have to be uh, have to be not sober for that. Oh, for shiggity. And everyone who listens, everyone, if you can hear me right now at some point in the future, obviously, you're invited. Oh, yeah. So, so I don't want any of this bullshit. Like the last one we had, I had five different people say, well, I didn't know I was invited. Everyone's invited. Yeah, well, like, if you listen to, to us... If You're we have invited. to send out an invite list for yeah. something that what we're holding fuck? in a public place. Do we have place? to have a fucking rope, a velvet rope and a bouncer at the door with a list? You're not on the list. Well, we're going to now. Hey, baby. You're not on the list. Yeah. yeah. They're with me. Go fuck yourself. I think I got a raccoon scratching my leg. I, you're working on something over there. Between Lyndon working on all his mosquito bites up there and you working on something on your ankle, I don't know what the fuck's going on around here. You're going to need They're an ocean. Related. You guys need an ocean of calamine lotion over here. <clears throat> no, I probably need some antibacterial cream or something. Are you going to turn rabid? Antibiotic. Anti- antibiotic. Antibiotic. Oh, need some antibiotic. And something that contains aluminum. I don't fucking know. Any gr- you got any gear grinds? I, I put mine out there, the first first annual thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big one for me, too. But uh, I would probably have to say I, I, I went early to work so that I could stop and get a couple of, uh, couple of sodas before work. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, because they have a different selection at the gas station than they have. At- you're, a, you're a Diet Mountain Dew person, aren't you, once I am. in a while? I am. Yeah. But I, I also like... You know, diet burners and, and things like that. My old boss, Jason, from my past job, he drank a two-liter of Diet Mountain Dew every day. And oh, he'd carry it around with him. And I'm like, you're insane. I... My old boss. By the way, I've decided not only... Yeah, he's... I don't know. I can't say anything disparaging. But I think he was more... Uh, he had more to do with what happened than, than he alluded to or let on. So, At your... Uh... At my past job, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you can't speak for a while on that. Because that's not real. That's not negative. That's not disparaging. That's just my opinion, man. Yeah, so settle down. Just, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. So Fucking hate the Eagles. I, I stopped to get a couple of beverages, 
thinking I might get something off the wheel. You know, off the off the wheels dude, for we, breakfast. We've talked about the rollers, man. Yeah. I am insanely crazy about food on rollers, dude. I, I don't like the tortilla shell stuff. Those tend to dry out. They're dry. Am I wrong yeah, on that? No, they, you are dry. not wrong. They are dry. They tend to dry out. You and you expect this oozy cheese. Yeah. Like, it's like, like when we made our pizzas tonight, my son was proud because he was able to string his mozzarella from the table to about four foot above it and he's like, That's good string right there. I'm like, Hell yeah it is, son. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the kind of thing you expect. And you bite into it and it's like the cheese in a combo. Yeah. You know, it's like a... This pasty <laughs> bullshit. Like a powder. It probably... It it, it, uh, it extrudes from your body the same way it goes in almost. I would say that's accurate. I haven't tracked that. I haven't verified. But I would say that, that that's accurate. So anyways, I'm standing at a gas station. Gentleman comes in. Starts scanning tickets. Like oh, as a, what a as pain I'm in the dick. Scanning tickets. And then he goes over... And he's like, well, these are winners. And then they just got to scan them again. Holy balls. And he grabs tickets and he starts, like, scratching them off right there. Um, keep in mind, it is 640 in the morning. If you have a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah. If you have a gambling problem, please step off into traffic. No. Or just get out of the way so Adam can buy his food off rollers and diet sodas. Yeah. Well, they didn't have the food that I wanted off the rollers. Okay. I ended up with a Bosco stick. Ooh, that's solid, though. That's solid. Yeah. At 6, eh, 6.40 in the morning, maybe not the best well, choice. but that might bind up the rest of your day, but it's okay. Yeah. Better than going the other way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why my first cup of coffee, I'm like, whoa, like clockwork. Finish that first cup of coffee, and about 20 minutes later, the boss makes a dollar, and I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Yeah. That's your time right now. Yeah, I know. I'm trying not to poop as little as I can while I've got this time off because it's just taken away from my, my me time. Yeah. You need to get more uh, cheese in your diet. Well, I try to hold it as much as I can, and then when, when the event happens, it tends to be fairly quickly. Yeah. You know, things move right along. Yeah. I don't need any of these lingers, like these ones at work where you're like, you know what, I found the, the good bathroom out of the way that's by itself. It's a single door lock bathroom, even though somebody jiggled the handle all the time. Never knock, jiggle the handle. And you could plan on being in there for like, you could camp, like a good 15 to 25 minutes. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I, you know, I try and make my colon kind of like a luge. Yeah. So that like if I, if I'm eating something, I'm going to be in the bathroom fairly shortly afterwards. You know, just whoosh, get no, it out. Isn't it beautiful how the older you can get, the older you get, you can plan these things out a little more. You just, oh, yeah. You kind of get to know your body. And it's not in a good way because most of it's terrible, but there are some positives to it. Oh, yeah. Like, for me, I know if I eat, like, I love, like, green peppers, like bell peppers and stuff like that. Love them. Love the flavor of them and everything. But they're going to make me poop, and it's not going to be pretty. Well, I know that if there was ever an earmuff shortage, right? I could just not trim my ear hair, and in a couple of days, I'm going to have earmuffs. Dude, my ear hair bothers the shit out of me i swear oh, I can, it does I can, me too i i swear i can hear it swishing around sometimes uh-huh or it itches yeah and then or you put an earbud in it's like it sounds like paper paper being crumbled up you know yeah yeah oh, terrible you terrible so that was my that was one thing i will say about my ex-wife and my ex-girlfriend they at least plucked all my ear hairs for me which was nice just the ones that hang out and look you know gnarly my my wife will do that too yeah you know that's love right there yeah but That's now, well. now when I go to the to the barber, yeah, they'll be like, "Do you want your eyebrows trimmed?" Fuck like, yeah! 
Hell yeah, I do. Hell yeah, I do. Otherwise, I get those crazy Wilford Brimley, like... So I had those... (laughs) Eyebrows meet the hairline. Hairline? Eyebrows. Eyebrows, hairline. (laughs) You look like... What's his name? Who's the guy from... uh, uh, I I can see him and I can see him. I can close my eyes and see him from uh, from American Pie. Eugene Levy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I has, don't have the unibrow. He has legendary eyebrows. They, they they just go up. Like I get the I get the crazy wispies coming up. And they the weird thing is is like right now they all lay all flat. Right. And they're they're fairly long. I I have to go back to the barber here soon. Yeah. But like in like two days I'm gonna wake up and they're gonna curl straight up. Yeah. And and out in like this weird. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. And then when I move my eyebrows, I can see them in my peripheral, and it's like it just fucks with you. Holy shit! I gotta get those. Cut. Were you done telling your story about the lottery guy? You were. Yeah, he just okay. pissed me he off. He just pissed. So the other night, because I've been on a crusade to drink Brass Monkey lately, which is a dark rum, vodka, and orange juice. Yep. And so I've been trying different rums. And so the other night, I randomly went to the store to buy another rum, and this this lady kind of snakes in front of me, and. You know, mind you, I, w- I was in a hurry because I basically had my flip-flops on and just my athletic shorts, and I just wanted a bottle of rum, like right. any standard hobo, you know? Right. I, I wasn't looking to impress anyone, but I also wasn't looking to be in the store for 20 minutes. You had your stick and your kerchief. That's right. You and wanted to go hang around by, I the, just uh, finished, by the fire. I just polished off a can of beans. I wasn't in any mood to be around anyone, or right. were they in a mood to be around me? As they should not be. And this lady starts talking about Lotto... The instance, and she's like, "Well, is there a new game?" And she's like, "Well, has anybody won big on it, or how new is this one?" What about? I'm like, "Holy fuck!" So I'm back there, and I go, <clears throat> "Nothing." So I'm sitting back there, and I like set the bottle of rum down, like on the counter, like like, like the counter, not the not the checkout counter, but the one behind it, like the coffee station counter. Right. Bonk. And then I go, <clears throat> let out one of those half size, half throat clears, and then finally she's doing something, and I go. You should have been like <laughs> Right So so finally she's like Oh my god I'm sorry I don't want to hold you up all night You can go ahead and go ahead and go in front of me I'm like wow thank you As if my size And my disappointment <laughs> Right like you're sitting here talking about You want to know the history of every single Lotto reel that's up there For like 32 different kinds of tickets You want to know the etymology of every word That is in the title of those tickets What the puns mean What they're based um, off of What 90 short film they selected that from My mom always tends to look at Well do more people win When they scratch off all of the scratch off material Or only like the winning parts Because you know <laughs> Because I think if, if you scratch off uh, just a little bit, and uh, how many how many uh, millions of uh, dollars worth of lotto tickets have been uh, thrown away because uh, they they uh, didn't scratch off the whole thing? One time she made a, a rug out of them and she sent the Roomba over top of it to uh, to scratch them all off. And that's brilliant, by the way. <laughs> hey, it's not crazy if it works. That's what we say in the engineering exactly. world. Exactly. It's not crazy if it works. That Roomba won twelve dollars. So here's something that I've always wondered, and here's food for thought. Think about how much money is in landfills throughout the United States, just in pennies. Because a lot of oh, people they'll pick Lord. up a penny with a vacuum cleaner. They won't bother fishing it Dude. out. It's a fucking penny. Um, but those auto spa vacuums, yeah. like car wash vacuums, how many, yeah. how many hundreds of dollars in change right. is in those? Yeah, because you, you, you suck up. You don't care. You're vacuuming your car. For one, you already put way too much money into the goddamn vacuum, probably like two bucks. 
So you're like, fuck, I'm going to get my money's worth. Come hell or high water, this bitch ain't stopping. you got to keep that thing moving. Oh, yeah. So you're so, not stopping. So you hear up, a fucking quarter, quarter. You hear a 50-cent yeah, piece rattle through that bitch. You're like, fuck it. we yeah. got to go. Got to go. No, I've often thought about how profitable would a car wash be that if you just up the price of the car wash a little bit but offered right. free vacuums for anybody that car wash. Like, give them a token and runs yeah. a vacuum for five minutes. Yeah. How much money would you make off of those vacuums? Yeah, enough. Shit Plenty tons. of enough. A shit ton. Shit tons. So think about even the dump out here on fucking Ruth Road. There's, yeah. I bet you I would fare to guess in all currency, not just pennies, there's probably $10,000 worth of cash buried in that fucker. Probably fifteen to 20000 Probably. I would say yeah. you're, you're correct in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could see that. Because, I mean, how many times I've, I've been... I've thrown away cash, like actual... Like, I remember I lost a $20 bill, and I'm like, oh, it was wrapped up in that, and I threw it away. Fuck. Uh-huh. Yep. How many times have you thrown change in, like, a McDonald's bag or something after you get something, and then you just right. wad it up? And, I mean, it only may, might be a couple bucks, but if, like, hundreds of people do that or thousands, and it right. ends up in a landfill? Yeah. Shit, yeah. That's your money right there. Yep. Motherfucking money. Yep. Bitch better have my money. So... Landfill people, uh, you have a new uh, way to make some money. That's a crying kick to the crotch right there, how much money is thrown away every year. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. So what I used to do um, when I was in Pennsylvania was I'd collect a lot of change randomly here or there, and I'd take it to the, the one bank had the free, uh, like, change counters, you know, like Coinstar yeah. or whatever, but they would be free if you remember right. the bank. And uh, they never, ever, they had magnets underneath the collector to collect foreign coins because, you know, all, all U.S. coins are non-ferrous. They won't be attracted by a magnet. So I'd get this thing off, and I'd clean it off and say, can I have these? And nobody ever told me no. One guy's like, I don't know. So I just took them, like, 20 different times. I probably got maybe $50 worth of foreign currency just off those magnets, random really? coins from throughout the world. Yeah, they never, they never said no, so I'd pull the cover off and scrape them all off there. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah. So it's crazy because I've got coins from all over the world just by doing that. You know, I used to use a coin star every now and then. Right. Just because it was convenient. You could go in there. You didn't have to be there like any certain time of day. And you're like, it's worth my 3% or 5% right. or whatever And now it is. it's like 11%. It's is like, it really? Fuck Holy that. fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Like I didn't mind I, when it was like, it was. I think it was 3% there for a time, then maybe 5%. But yeah. I have a jar that when it fills up, it's, it's a few hundred dollars in there. Right. I went to I went to go use a coin star and it said eleven cents. I'm like, fuck that. Oh gee, motherfuck me. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather find some kid and pay him like, hey, I'll give you ten bucks to roll up all this change. It's yeah. a couple hundred bucks. You're making out all right. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather pay that kid the eleven percent. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Keep it local, friends. Keep uh-huh. it local. That Just, way. That way he can buy weed and acid and shit. Just like when I first moved into my house, what four years ago. Uh, there was a kid, which he's now in jail, which, good riddance, he's a pain in the dick. Neighbor kid, he was like 15, 14 or 15 at the time, 14, 15. And uh, he's walking by, and I say, hey, you want a job? I said, how about you mow, will you mow my lawn? I'll pay, I'll pay you $20. You can use my mower, my gas. It'll take you about 35, 40 minutes. I'll pay you 20 bucks a week. He said, go fuck yourself. I'm like, holy shit. Wow. So, not a great businessman. I guess not. I'm like, 20 bucks is just basically your time. You're probably making roughly 25 bucks an hour. Yeah. To, to just mow somebody's lawn with their my, shit. My equipment, my gas. And he told me to go fuck myself. And I said, wow, this neighborhood's changed a lot. Did you? 
Well, I probably did eventually. I mean, I so maybe you should have paid him for that life counseling. I should have. Yeah. I mean, that's a good idea. I haven't jerked off in a while. So, have we discussed the candy shop at Marlette? We haven't discussed the candy shop at Marlette, but we have discussed free bacon at Subway. Okay, so the candy shop in Marlette is a little bit questionable. Like we, we, you've mentioned it, but I, I think you've got a new story here. So I think that it, it is quite possible that he has a tunnel to the school because he's just down from the school. So you think it's a front for? I think he's shanghaiing children, and, child and, trafficking. Yeah, probably. It's my assumption. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Um, so he started this thing. You know, he he also does computer repair. Which is weird. And uh, and then he started selling tobacco because his jailbait pile obviously was not working. Right. I call it, it's, a, it's just a pile on a table of random chips. Yeah, you said that. Chips, and so I call it his jailbait pile. Nice. And Because uh, he has it right in the front window. And of course he's like, come one, come all. Then he posted a thing on his Facebook page that he, he was looking for someone to make custom thing like custom baked goods. Cupcakes, things like that. Go on. And then he just posted this last week that he's doing counseling. Like he's some kind of master counselor for, like, I don't know for what. Right. But it's some internet certification that he got. And so I had to look it up. I'm like, well, what is this certification? And sure enough, it's a bunch of people that look just as nuts as he is. Uh, doing counseling for people. Right. And uh, I don't know a price or anything, but man, I want to get somebody a gift certificate. Please do. And and be like, hey, yeah, go to see this guy. Can we hand those out at our 100th uh, episode? Yes. We, should, we should see, hey, do you have gift cards, you know? So keep in mind that like three weeks before this, he got picked up by the police because he was out in front of somebody's house saying that he was just going to throw himself in front of the next car. Nice. And... Uh, Obviously, he did not because now he's learned from his errors in his ways, and he is a certified counselor. Yes. So something a little shady there. Something a little shady. A little shady. A certified counselor. Yes. What does that even mean? He's certifiable, I guess. That's one of my favorite lines from uh, Brockmeyer. Jim Brockmeyer, excellent show. What does that even mean? She said she was a sexual astronaut. Sexual astronaut? What does that even mean? Oh, shit! Yes. So if you haven't watched Hank Azaria and Brockmeyer, you should check it out. The first three seasons are great. The last season's kind of meh, but they kind of rushed through it because I think that they, they only got set up for four seasons. And... uh <sighs> The last season isn't as good, but the first couple seasons of, of Brockmire, Jim Brockmire here. He's what? What is it, the storyline set up? Is he's a, uh, a baseball announcer, and he has a meltdown because he catches his wife cheating on him. So he has a meltdown in the booth, and eventually just like gets shamed, and he becomes an internet sensation. His rants, but he just basically goes all around the world off the grid for a few years, and finally comes back. To this small town in Pennsylvania to do minor league baseball, and he finds out he's just the PA announcer. Oh, and geez. hilarity ensues, and it's fucking great. Jim yeah, Brockmire here, and Hank Azaria is just good anyway. Oh yeah, so he plays an over, the, and he plays it over the top. And Joe Buck's very prominent into it. Actually, uh, one of my, one of my favorite lines is "Fuck you, Joe Buck." <laughs> the the one of the 
he's in the movie uh, Year One. Yes. And it, he's got one of the funniest parts in any movie I've ever seen in that movie. You know, he, he's... God tells him to sacrifice his son. And so he's going to do it. Jack Black and, and uh, Michael Sarah come walking up. They're like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, ah, uh, we're just playing a game. It's called Bernie, Bernie, Cut, Cut. <laughs> and for some reason that... You I, love that. You love that. I just about piss myself every time that I see it. Well, isn't there one of those rom-coms where he's like... He's like a, a like a sailing instructor or something, and they go to this island on their their honeymoon, and he's always wearing a, a banana hammock, always wearing a speedo. Oh, yeah, because he was buff. He could be buff back in the day too, Hank Azaria. Yeah. Plus, he does like fifty voices on The Simpsons, which is fantastic. Don't really care for The Simpsons much anymore. They just recycle a lot of plots. It's funny because my nephew was talking about how he's watched every season. <laughs> Some sort of magic trick. Wait. Way. Okay, if this is because I didn't clean up my tent, I'm sorry. And I'll do it right when I get home. Oh, Dad, why are you doing this? Lord has spoken unto me, Isaac, and I, I must obey him. If the Lord told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Forgive me, Isaac. My God! Stop! What are you doing with that kid? Nothing. Nothing? This is my son, sir. We were playing a game. Right, it's called Bernie Bernie Katka. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were going to kill him. I was Excellent. not going to kill him. I was going to sacrifice him. There is a tremendous difference. Not to him, I'm guessing. I Bernie Bernie Katkat. Right. Bernie Bernie Katkat. <laughs> One of the best lines in all of cinema. <laughs> Playing a little game called Bernie Bernie Katkat. It's just so good. That That is actually a really underrated movie. Yeah. Yeah, year one. I feel historically accurate. And it's, it's Jack Black and Michael Sarah, right? Yeah. Uh, With, like, a whole cast of of great people in it. I mean, it's, it is just so good. If you have not seen year one, it's, uh, it, it's worth seeing. Man, I'm just scrolling through Facebook here. God, everybody's lives are so much better than mine when I scroll through Facebook. Oh, well, definitely. Damn. These people have their shit together, man. It's so crazy. Listen to the listen to this. Uh, listen to some of the people that are that are in this. So Jack Black, Michael Sarah, Olivia Wilde, pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Oliver Platt. Yep. David Cross, who is great. He's brilliant. He's oh, funny. He's good in everything. He he. Dude, in. Uh, uh, Do you remember the show on HBO years ago? Oh yeah, it was him and. Uh, uh, Better Call Saul guy, right? Yeah. Oh, just Odenkirk. Hilarious. Bob Odenkirk. Yes, Bob Odenkirk. He's he was great in uh, Arrested Development too. Yeah. Um, Hank Azaria, Horatio Sands, um, Harold Ramis was in it. Um, it's just it's got so many different people in it. I could go on and on and on. It's so crazy because we know like I par- primarily got introduced to Bob Odenkirk through. Um, through Breaking Bad as well as Better Call Saul. And I didn't realize that, like, he he, he started out as a comedian. And he's yeah. funny as shit. Oh, yeah. Because he always he's played hilarious. these very serious roles. But, yeah, he's yep. a good, great stand-up. Oh, him and David Cross were, like, yeah. they were so good on that show. Yep. Good at improv, good at all that stuff. It, it was... 
I was probably too young to be watching it at the time that I was, but it was so funny. <laughs> it's it's impressionable, though. Yes. You know what I started watching again the other night as uh, the Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. Yeah. God, that is every every episode is gold, and it's so crazy. Now I understand the pressures he was under and why he you know pretty much buggered off and said oh, no. Yeah. Because the first two, it's only two seasons. The, every episode is. It could be a standalone masterpiece every episode. Oh, yeah. And you didn't get tired. Like, he could have revisited things a hundred times. Right. And you'd never get tired of it. He could have just he could have just said, I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah. Every I'd episode. Watch, I'd watch that for an hour a week. Yeah, just over and over again. Or just have, uh, have uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Have just Charlie Murphy telling stories. God rest his soul. We miss you, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, the it, it, just the whole show, so good. And <laughs> nigger Damas, that was hilarious. Remember the the nigger family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the all white nigger family. Yes, Clayton that, Bigsby. Yeah, <laughs> the black white supremacist. Yeah, <laughs> the blind black white. Yeah, supremacist. the blind. And he divorced his wife for being a quote unquote beep lover. Yeah. He started kicking me, and he was mad niggerish, man, which was, you know, right up my alley. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers and one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Hold my drink, bitch. The whole Saturday face, man. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. And I love that there was a revival when the Pistons had their run. They had a, a player called Mike James. And that was his tagline. I'm Mike James, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that was such a good show. <sighs> so his good. latest stand-up that he did was really good, too. You know, it is. It really is. He did have that one uh, where he came out and did a live show and basically talked about everything going on with the Minneapolis police and everything. It wasn't really comedy, but it was very poignant, and he, he made some good excellent observations and points like he's a smart yeah. guy Dave oh, Chappelle's he is. a smart guy he is he's ridiculously smart and he doesn't he doesn't like racial inequality or an injustice at all and that's great that's great because he's a big voice and people will listen to him so it's 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 great that he doesn't mind going out there and speaking about these things he's not shy about it at all no not at all and I mean it, I think everybody realizes how smart he is. So when he says something, people pay attention. Right. You know, I mean, it's not just some, uh, it's not like having. Well, you can't be. So you can be a fool and not be very intelligent and still be funny. But people are laughing at you, not with you. But to be a true comedic genius and star, then people are laughing with you because you know the joke because you are the joke. You're smart. It's smart comedy. Yeah. And that's what Chappelle brings to the table. Yeah. So good. This was absolutely one of the funniest things that I had seen at the time because it was just right. 
he took something that's so taboo right. and, and just made it hilarious. But he does that, and that's what he does, how he can turn those things. Look at this little bundle of joy. She's got those nigger lips. I know. Is Tim still asleep? I think so. He sure is one lazy nigger. <laughs> just so good. Every, every part of it is... <sighs> It's just so good. But like I said, he's just so smart. So smart to do that. To take those things and to turn oh, them. And, and to get away with and that. You know what funny. I mean? He, 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 is, he was absolutely the best person to bring right. those type of things out the way he did. I mean, just to, to make light of that the way he did was completely inappropriate, but yet totally tasteful. So it's funny because he's like the opposite of the Wayans brothers. Yeah. They make their money off of acting black. Where Dave Chappelle, he makes his money and writes about the absurdities of the system and the fact that people can be judged by the color of their skin. Yeah. Oh, and just, like I say, the way he delivers it, the way he, he you know, writes this stuff, I mean, it's right. absolute genius. You know, that's that's all I ever ask. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what color you are, what race, ethnicity, what religion. It's just judge someone on the content of their character and their morals more than anything. And that's all you need to do in life. Either if you're, you're either a good person or you're, you're a shitty person. I mean, there's some in-between, there's some gray area. We all do, I mean, good people do shitty things. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Everybody can make a mistake and, and you don't need to judge somebody totally on that, but you know, where we live, there's not a tremendous amount of diversity. Not at all. But there not is a tremendous amount of shitty people. Yes, there are. And so, what does that tell you? Does is, is that mean that, okay, well, yeah, all shitty people are one race or another? No. No. There's just shitty people. And, and here's what I always say. You know, what's done in the darkness will be brought to the light, no matter what. And all these people that think they're getting away with it are doing these things and no one really knows about it. Someday... People will know. If you're doing shitty things, it'll catch up to you eventually. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it always does. Now, back years ago, did you ever see Eddie Murphy's thing that he did where he was Mr. White? No. So very much along the lines of what... Uh, what Chappelle did with the... Yeah. yeah. Um, it's... While, while we're on this type of subject, it's kind of the opposite thing. He dressed up as a white guy okay. to see like what would happen if the world thought he was white. And it, it's just, it's satirical, um, satirical genius. This is like the, the journalistic expo- expose of where like a, a very attractive female reporter will like put on a fat suit and ugly makeup and go out and see how she's treated. Yes. Yeah. 100%. You know, a lot of people talk about racial prejudice. And some people have gone so far as to say that there are actually two Americas, one black and one white. But talk is cheap. So I decided to look into the problem myself, firsthand, to go underground and actually experience America as a white man. This is great radio, what by the way. Oh, wonderful. I'm buying this newspaper. That's all right. There's nobody around. Go ahead, take it. Because <laughs> he's a white person. Take it. Go ahead, take it. Yeah, take it. Take it. 
he's just walking back in disbelief because the guy just has him take the papers. Just, yeah, Romeo just take it. Take the paper. That when white people are alone, they give things to each other for free. Yes. <laughs> Okay, in this scene, he's on a bus, and there's, like, one black guy on the bus. There was only one other black man on the bus. He got off on 45th Street. Aw, shit. Does it turn into a speakeasy? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like also there's drinks and partying and dancing. <laughs> it's just so good. And it, this was done. This was originally aired, I think, in like uh, 1984. N- yeah, very ahead of its time. Very, yeah, very, very ahead much of its so. Time. There. Oh, th- this is the best part. Mister uh, White, you have to borrow fifty thousand dollars from my bank. But you have no collateral. You have no credit. You don't even have any ID. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mr. White, I'm sorry. This is not a charity. This is a business. Uh, Harry, why don't you uh, take your break now? I'll take care of uh, Mr. White. Uh, okay. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> That was a close one. Wasn't it? <laughs> we don't have to bother with these formalities, do we, Mr. White? Nice. What a silly Negro. <laughs> what a silly Negro. Just take what you want, Mr. White. Pay us back any time. Or don't. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, do you know of any other banks like this in this area? <laughs> so what did I learn from all That's great. Well, you know, I was 10 years old when that came out, and I still had a pretty good appreciation for right. for what he was doing there. So, so I actually had this in my notes. Uh, back during my stand-up days, I did a whole series of uh, things white people say, and here are, here are some of my things white people say. I've been gluten-free for over a week, and I've never felt better. Very, very white. Things white people say. Another. I quit drinking. Feels great to be sober. Takes a hit off a joint. (laughs) Very white thing to say. Yes. Another white thing to say. uh, The bank gave me a loan. The bank gave me a loan. That's a very white thing to say. Another very white thing to say. My family has a cabin there. Yes. That's a very white thing to say. It is. Those are very astute. You like those? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm amusing once in a while. I, I used to be a decent writer. Now I don't know what the fuck happened. There's, there's a lot of good shit in here. Um, Another good one would be, I love Coldplay. Right. Oh, yeah. That's very white. Very white. I love Coldplay. Here's another thing. Here's another amusing. I said, do you think Amish people's horses ever get jealous of normal people's horses? Yes. Yeah, I've often wondered that because you know Amish people's horses are always out there busting their asses doing all the work. So here's a question for you. Oh yeah, go ahead. So you know how at like 16 they let the Amish kids go out and be all wild and yeah, enter Rumspringa. So yeah, where are where are all those kids like 
around here? Because there's a lot of Amish around here. I don't know. What do they like, do? I they never, must go to the city. They must go somewhere else. Yeah, I never showed up at a party and there's like some hot Amish chick there. They could be like, yeah, look at my uh, look at my rusty LTD, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my notes are the best. Someone like, here's the one that just says, and sausage fest. And then it says me. I know, right? <laughs> so many dicks. <laughs> just things I say, yeah. yeah. Things white people say. Here's one that said, uh, here's one that I know who said this, but uh, I won't say it is. There's not a girl in Sandusky I care about. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Two days away from being molested. <laughs> That's a great story. Wow. Uh, if, if, uh, if Nelly's listening, she'll know that one. Two days away from being molested. Her <laughs> friend talked about going to camp. And, <laughs> oh, boy. And she went to camp. Instead, she went to a different camp, but the camp that she was supposed to go to, like uh, one of the leaders molested a bunch of kids, and it was like two days before or something, and she said, I was two days away from being molested. I'm like, you don't know that, but that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Two days but away. it was probably true. <laughs> two days away from being molested. It was an accident question. Somebody said that to me once, and I'm like, that's absurd. It was an accident question. Oh, this is great. Here's another one of my stand-up bits. Are you ready for this? Can I do this? Are, yeah. are we bored with this or no? All right. No, go ahead. I was walking home drunk one night from a party when I was in college. I saw a possum in my front yard as I arrived home. He immediately saw me and played dead, played possum. So I took that as a challenge and laid down beside, beside it, playing possum myself. I played dead. The possum eventually got up to saunter away. I jumped up and screamed, I won! He immediately started round two, but I declined. I owe possum to possum. <laughs> They're North America's only marsupial, you know. <laughs> that means they got a pocket for their babies. <laughs> I just, I jumped up. I won. He immediately started round two. I declined. <laughs> I owe possum to possum. Movement. The United Republicans of Ch- Jamtland. It was founded in, it's in Sweden. Oh, that could be earlier. But. It says it was founded in 1963. <laughs> That Good year. Might be the oldest, and this is 1967. And that's what I got when I looked up the first micronation. What the fuck? <laughs> what are they yammering about? <laughs> uh, my mom's Roomba actually vacuums a whole micronation. <laughs> my mom's Roomba was founded in 2014. <laughs> it's a nation so small that they carpeted it from uh, border to border. <laughs> Oh, my God. So was that just a random snippet from one of the uh, peanut? What are their hits up to now on Um, that that particular episode? On this particular episode, this is, uh, they are at, if my phone wouldn't go to sleep here, three likes and uh, 18 views. And when we started off, that one was at, what, like six or something like that? Um, Yeah, they didn't have any, like, very (laughs) heavily viewed... 27? Oh, yeah, we've we've given them some views because... Episode 2 drink. 5 was, like, the lowest on some... They have one with 78, and they did not have anything in the 20s when we started. Really? Episode 1 has 78 views. So we're killing it for them. Yeah, you guys are welcome. (laughs) It's that PNA Podcast Express bump. Boop! (laughs) Oh, well... What was the first night coronation? Yes. And it says it was founded in 63 in order to preserve and promote the Jim Jamtlandic 
culture, language, and way of life. It had three presidents, hosted festivals, and boasts its own national anthem. Their own national anthem? Their own, their own national but anthem. Micronations are actually then relatively new. Yes. Relatively? Because... Did he say relatively? I think, I think yes. this first micronation was in 63, I mean, that was like a little more than like, it was like 55, 56 years ago. Oh, God. Do you, so, just, do you just hear the gears turning and the smoke rolling off the top of his head when he's thinking about how long ago that was? Yeah, if, if you're going to do math on your podcast, have like it's Excel like, up or something. It's like 57 years ago. Um, Mom, when did you get the Roomba? Mom, 1963. How long ago was that? <laughs> did you have the Roomba in 1963, Mom? Mom, that was your Kirby years, 1963. Did you have a rainbow vacuum? Mom, the meatloaf, 1963. <laughs> How the oh, fuck do you talk about micronations on your podcast? What leads you there? What would lead you? What on God's green earth would lead you I to mean, talk, we talk about... about- Bigfoot dicks and things like that, but that's interesting stuff. Right. I don't think I kind of want to do some research and talk about micronations now. That, yeah, not me. No, you're right. You know, speaking of Kirby's, my friend is a dick, and here's why. My college roommate, he was hung over one morning, and I was just doing my chores on a Sunday like a good trooper, and uh, I was running the vacuum. It was it was like ten o'clock in the morning. I didn't think anything of it. Right. And he comes out, and all of a sudden the vacuum stops. And I had it plugged in, like, in the other room, like, beside Like a room. normal person. I come out, and he had brought his... He had his toolbox in his room, because that's what we did back in college. You had a toolbox, and for some reason right. he kept it in your room so people didn't fuck with it. He had used his, his snips and actually cut the cord to the vacuum cleaner, because he didn't want to hear me vacuum. He didn't get shocked by that at all, or a big spark? Well, they were insulated handles, but there was, a, there was a big spark in everything he said, but he was just, like, hung over half awake, and my friend's a dick, and here's why. He cut the cord to the vacuum cleaner. Did he at least leave you enough cord that you could repair it? I did repair it within a couple minutes, and I was back vacuuming, and he came out and tried to do it again, but I caught him that time, so. I threatened to, I threatened to jam his snippers up his ass. Oh, well. They, he'd have had a hard time cutting the cord then. I get, <laughs> Use your teeth. I swallowed it. Like, I, eight I, hours, like... The, I thought it was a ballsy shredded. move. Like, I thought... So my natural instinct is... And I think all men vacuum like this. You don't want to have to unplug that thing at all. So you try to stretch that cord out as much as you can. And by nature, it'll become unplugged because you hit the point where you'll just yank it out of the, the plug socket, right? right? So I thought that's what had happened. And why do guys vacuum like that? Like, just unplug. As I got older, I don't. Just, but young men, just unplug the goddamn vacuum and plug it in in the next room. Yeah. But instead, you just stretch that fucker out as much as you can. And inadvertently, you're going to yank it out of the plug and it's going to... Turn off. So I thought that's what it, had it happened. Well, I go to look, and here's the fucking plug still in the socket with about a six-inch dangly of wire out of it. <laughs> and, of course, you got to go pull it out of the socket with right. the threat of right. you know, possibly getting shocked. A little pokey-poke, yeah. A little pokey-pokey cut-cut. Yeah. But, yeah. So my, I'd forgotten about that story still we started until we... Let me enunciate I had forgotten about that story until we started talking about vacuums again. Yeah, nice raccoon photo. I like it. It's She's a little crashed. fuzzy, little She's fuzzy crashed. raccoon. She uh, she was out climbing trees today, so yeah, Ooh. she's crashed on the couch. It's a tired raccoon. That's a tired baby raccoon. 
That's beautiful. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. There is. There really is. So, you know, we're coming to the tail end of this thing. You got anything else? Um, we, we do need to talk about Tuscolapalooza. Tuscolapalooza! August 7th. All-day kind of event thing. Um, actually, I, I'm, I'd have to look up when it starts. Kind of lazy to do that. So, go to Tuscolapalooza.com. Yes. And you will get all the deets. All the deets. All the deets. I, and we, we know we know that the uh, Kiss tribute band, Detroit Rock City, will be there. They're the headliner. Know, yes, they are. We know that Infamous Quick will be there. The 99, which if you have never seen before, puts on a hell of a great show. Mike Abraham, great singer, great front man. They're, they're a good band. Very, very good local band. Um, the Sugar Punk Fairies will be there. That'll be great. Yep. Uh, All-girl... Uh, they're they're just a good punk band, really really good. Um, so th- there's going to be some solid music there. Yes, and uh, it, it's going to very go, solid music. Now I, I, I'm not going to be able to go until a little. I don't know what time it starts. I'm going to be a little late too. Yeah, we're going to be I, a little late. I double booked myself that day. I kind of did too, and I, I didn't think I was going to have to. I'm thinking then, I might not be there till six or seven. That might be good for me too, because music is music's supposed to go till midnight almost. Yeah. So we so, might not be there till like six or seven because I've got the Deckerville good times in Deckerville that day, and I'm supposed to do the parade as well as yeah. a couple other things. Yep, I've My got bad. a golf outing that I have to be at for our wrestling team. So I don't feel so bad now. I actually I've been holding on to this the last two days, feeling like shit, my friend. Thank you, you bailed me out. You're welcome. I appreciate. And I also was feeling like <laughs> shit. Now we'll, we'll still be able to drive now over together. Now we can be shitty together. Yes. Um. So, on top of that, July thirty first. Oh, my um, goodness. July 31st, there will be so at the happening. Parisville Saloon. They're what having up, Jose? A, they're having a big, huge uh, pork fest. Which Jose's been on this show before. He has. Yeah. Done a wonderful job. Yep. And uh, we need to get him on again. But they're, they're, having, a, a big, uh, they're having a big hog roast, uh, like a poker run on, for motorcycles uh, earlier in the day. Just a lot going on out there, and a uh, group of guys I've been playing with, uh, we will be playing out there. Music. Music. Be, he, wasn't, he wasn't playing with, like, matchbox yeah, cars we're not, or something. Yeah, we're, we're not coming out with cornhole boards or, or anything. playing with we're, each other's ding-dongs. Right. Well, that happens a little bit in the music. There is one song. There's one I, song where <laughs> the ding-dong is played. Yeah. Um, it's a skin flute solo. Uh, <laughs> no, we're, we're going to be out there. flute. We're going to be out there uh, playing some Muzak. With a Z, Muzak. Muzak, and a K. A Z and a K. For your musical enjoyment. Yes. Uh, here is some uh, Muzak. Muzak. But yeah, it, it's going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And we're, uh, we're getting double booked almost every weekend now. I know it. I had so much going on this past weekend, and I shirked all the responsibilities except for the parade yesterday. We had figured out like and when our 100th dinner. episode would be. Right. And we didn't write it down. So we'll have to figure it out again. First week of October. First week of October. Don't plan anything. Please, for the love of God, everybody. Just to be safe, don't plan anything the second week. Or unless I have a proposition. Mm. If you are looking to get married and or about that time, Adam and I will become ordained and marry you as part of our 100th episode. Yes, I am ordained. Okay, well, Adam will uh, will conduct the ceremony. Phil will, will be the it. flower girl. Yes. The Give me flower s- dude. Yeah, I mean, I'll be the petal guy. Yeah. I'll even wear a nice flirty outfit. Phil will be the pedal file. The pedal file. 
I'll be the. So there we go. It's on the table. If you're looking to get married, yeah, we'll do it as part of our podcast. You want that October episode. wedding? You yeah. want that October wedding that you've always dreamed of? Yep. Hell, we might even stick around and DJ it if you were so lucky. We'll DJ it. We have the we have the technology and equipment. That's what sort of what we do. Yeah, yeah. We we could do that. So, so if, here's and you know what? We won't charge you a dime. Nope. Phil and I will write your vows. We will write your vows. Adam will conduct the ceremony. I'll be the pedophile. Yep. Pedal we, file. We will get to know you. And we'll DJ the thing. We will get to know you so that we can write well, personalized we, vows. We have to have. I mean, I don't know how you, whenever I've married a couple before, I have to at least meet with them a few times before to get oh, to yeah. know them a little bit. Well, I'm not just going to marry two people who I don't think they're going to make it. Right. Of course. We have to judge your character and your content a little bit and see what it's about. Yeah. But think about this. We're offering you basically a wedding for free with entertainment for free. You just have to pay for the beverages and, and food. Yeah. Beverages and food, and, you, you, I mean, there's got to be a place where we do it. We'll even handle a lot of those arrangements. We might be able to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's on the table. You want to get married? JB, what the hell else you got going on? Getting, you, and I think battered way above your average. This coming so. from the guy that thinks marriage is gross. Yeah. Well, I'm it all is, for it. But I'm, you know, it's really good if other people want to do it. Yeah, I mean, every everyone should be just as miserable as I was. I, well, I'm. That's I, why I feel, I've always supported same-sex marriage because they have every right to be just as miserable as straight yeah, people. Fuck that loophole they found. That's right. Um, not the only hole they found, but you know. Hello. So yeah, I you know, if uh, this is one of our better ideas with. And Steve Gutenberg too. We need the Gutenberg fund yeah. going. If you want to, uh, if you want to kick Maybe, it off, what with if the you Gutenberg wanted to spring for Gutenberg to be at your wedding and our one yeah. hundredth podcast? Maybe we could talk. I wonder what it would be to get Jonesy to come out and do like he could do like the uh, "Here Comes the Bride" and stuff. Yes, <laughs> he could do it. You know, all the sound effects. Oh yeah, you can have Gosh. them all. I've never been more excited about a wedding. Not even my own. Maybe I need to renew my vows for our episode. It. We should do it. I'll, I'll be the, my own minister. Yes. You no, can play it, two parts. Seriously. seriously. If you want to get uh, married, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll, it, it'd be part of our 100th podcast extravaganza. Yes. I'll even have my mom make you a cake. Nice. Yeah. She would do that for you. Yeah. It might not be outrageously, outlandishly fancy, but it'll be very tasty and it'll look nice. That's all people can hope for. Right. Let's do can, this. Can we go two-tier? Can she make a smaller one? Oh, of course. Of, of course. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, it can't be like... We're not talking like Cake Wars fucking cakes or anything like no, that. No. It's not going to be six It's just going to be your standard couple-tier cake, and we'll get the little... You know, we'll, we'll put Star Wars characters on the top of it. You know, a couple little minifigures to represent the bride and the groom. And, nice. Or bride and bride, or groom and groom. We don't care. We're not judging. The groom is going to be... Uh, well, where'd that go? Like I said, it could be yeah, it could be bride and bride, groom and groom, bride and groom. We don't care, do we, Adam? We'll, no, we'll not do it at for all. you. I've uh, I've actually DJed a few same sex. They're they're a riot. Yeah, quality people. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. No, that's problem one of with our that. best organic ideas we've come up with in a while. I like that. So Just I know air. it's short notice, but if if you're thinking about. Oh, I'd really like to go to the courthouse. Fuck that. That's right. I will marry you at the landfill, wherever you want. We can dig for change at the dump afterwards. <laughs> With, it's an idea that pays for itself. 
I, I love it. I see nothing but positives. No, I, I can't think of a single negative. It's brilliant. Let's do it. We will Could you imagine mouth? a PNA Podcast Express wedding? Oh. oh. That just tingles. People go on cruises. They go to Jamaica. That tingles my nether region. And you could have the destination wedding of your dreams in Sanilac County, close to home, <laughs> close to the heart. We've got the internet. <laughs> we have everything but the food and the beverages taken care of for you. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I promise not to wear uh, jorts that day. Can you wear your uh, pimp uh, tracksuit, though? Yes, my velvet tracksuit. Your velvet tracksuit, yeah. Yeah. My sweatsito. Maybe I'll wear my nice smoking jacket. I have a very nice velour smoking jacket. Nice. It wasn't cheap either. But I have I an sprung, umbrella hat. I sprung for the right one because I want to be, you know, my goal is still, and it's been backburnered a little bit, I want to be Hugh Hefner with a flamethrower. We still nice. have to get off the ground flamethrower versus series. Yeah. We got to, man, time's slipping away. Like, I had all these ideas there, and then I hit a major bout of depression, and it kind of all went to the wayside, but... Like, really, Flamethrower versus whatever is a great idea for a concept for a fucking series. I think, I think we should do a lot of that on yeah. the island. Okay. I Just think because so. the, the we can set up opportunity flame- for decimation, like and, large-scale decimation. And fire spread. Yeah. is Like, because it's surrounded minimal. by water. Yeah. It's an island. Yeah. Did you know that islands are just that? The bodies of land that are surrounded fully by water? Yep. <laughs> it's not like a peninsula. A peninsula? <laughs> peninsula. Yes. The upper peninsula. Do you think it's any any type of coincidence that peninsula could also be pronounced penins, peninsula? Penins. By the way, Adams Island is uh, actually one of the first micronations founded in <laughs> 1961, which was, which was 70 years ago. Uh, it's, uh, 60, 60 years ago. Six, 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 six. So that was the first. That was the first micronation. It was seven. It was nineteen sixty-one, and it's Adam Adamzola Island. Yeah, we we did it to uh, to preserve my language and my dance and my people. That was fifty-two years ago. Only forty-seven, but yeah, it was. It was 62 years ago, actually, Yeah, Yeah. Bill's not good at math either. Exactly. I was trying to do math. Now it was 60 years ago. This proves my point. If you're going to do math on your podcast, you get out Excel or (laughs) You know that I'm just tossing out random numbers. I don't... It was actually 60 years ago. It was 49-er years ago. So Adams Island was... Adams Ola Island was the very first micronation founded in 1961. They actually had their own national anthem as well as currency. And it's it's an island, but it's considered an atoll because they did uh, random new... Nuclear, 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 nuclear testing, nuclear, nuclear. They did nuclear testing, nuclear testing, nuclear. Yeah, they so, did. They did. Nu- they couldn't afford to do nuclear testing, so okay. they did nuclear, nuclear. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's nuclear testing on a molecular level. Yeah. Okay. That's how the bovisphere was started. Yep. The uh, fallout. From the nuclear nu- nuclear <laughs> testing, I can't even say it wrong. It was a ver- it was a reverse mushroom cloud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't you just crap your pants if you saw a mushroom cloud in real life? Oh shit! 
I got just one. One quick terrible note too. Bismarck, he passed away last week. Really? Yeah. Oh, baby, you. You, you got, got what I need. So rest in peace, Bismarcky. We love you. Man. Yeah, he's only, what, 50, like 57 years old or something like that. Yeah, but honestly, in rap years, that's like... That's an ancient. That's, that's like ancient. 65. Right. Yeah. Again, I didn't get a calculator for that. Be at, but. <laughs> be at MC Hammer still alive. Yeah. Can't test this. That's why. Yeah. He should come out with like a uh, commercial for colorectal cancer. Can't touch this. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. (laughs) Get tested. If you're 45. (laughs) You know, that's one of my favorite lines ever. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Don't strangle them in those pants. Oh man, the 80s were weird, dude. Oh, they were. Holy shit. We survived through that shit. Someday they're going to call us one of the greatest uh, generations. No. No, they won't ever. <laughs> we're terrible. We're terrible. But We didn't fuck everybody over as bad as the baby boomers, though. No. Just almost as much. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough, the greatest generation was their parents. Yeah. And it's like, how could you do that to your parents, you bastards? Oh. You know what? The other day, the other day, mm-hmm. this is a gear grind. I was talking to somebody, and they were all broken up and butthurt because their great-grandfather had passed away. And I'm thinking to myself, well, gee, that's terrible, but let's do some math. Great-grandfather. I'm like, how old was your great-grandfather? He's 106. I'm like, how fucking long did you expect this dude to live? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, he was 160. I'm like, wasn't he just praying for death at that point? Thought he'd at least make it to 107. <laughs> I thought he'd be alive my whole life, and I'm 64. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you know, I, it's just too soon. Too, <laughs> too soon. soon. Too, too soon. soon. I'm going to miss him. I wasn't ready for him to pass away, and I never thought about this possibility. You know how pissed he's going to be if he gets to heaven and he's not a young man? You know, if he's just as old as he was when he died. And he's this 106-year-old miserable cunt of a cell. I still got a colostomy bag and a catheter. What the fuck? That isn't supposed to be heaven. And I can't even eat the peanuts, and I love peanuts. And they have all kinds of shrimp. And my, I can't even eat shrimp. I love shrimp. But they got me here as an old guy. My teeth didn't come with me. What the hell? <laughs> They say you can't take it with you. They include teeth. Hey, <laughs> <Damn> fuckers. <laughs> what the fuck am I getting? <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Is it really? It's kind of like that Twilight Zone episode where he thought he was in heaven because he got everything he wanted, all the broads. He was, a, he was a gambler and a thief, and he was able to do, like, heist and not get caught and gamble all the time and broads everywhere. Turned out, in repetition, he was actually in hell. So, so actually, the old guy was in, thought he was in heaven. It was Nirvana, but instead, it was hell. Fucking teeth are even here. Teeth are here. That's fucking hilarious. I love peanut brittle, and I can't touch it. <laughs> you can only suck on it a little bit. <laughs> I gummed a, a, a whole bunch of it. No, I feel like all those Malaysian prostitutes when I was serving during World War One. <laughs> So pissed off that a 106-year-old man passed away. <laughs> yeah, just angry. 
just angry. It took us two weeks to figure it out. He just didn't move around a lot in the end there. He just, uh, we thought he was sleeping. He ate once a week and pooped twice, once every two weeks. <laughs> oh, boy. They say Look. when you get old, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to this because right now, and it could just be my depressive state, I sleep a lot. Like, I just want to sleep. That's all I want to do. Like, I'm sleeping 10, 12 hours a day right now. They say as you get older, you require less sleep. I want to see like if that's six. true. I'm at like six. I, I need yeah. six hours. If I get six solid hours, yeah. I am good the next day. But like my grandpa was talking about that. He's like, I just I sleep for like four hours a night, and that's all I need. Well, because you don't do a whole lot when you get up. That's true. Well, I mean, four hours a night, but he sleeps another 12 hours in his chair. Then he doesn't realize, yeah. Yeah. He's like, holy fuck, I was watching Jeopardy. Now it's a, now it's a fucking Jay Leno's on. And then I took a little, another little nap, and uh, Regis and that Seacrest kid were on there. <laughs> Regis's bitch. Regis Philbin. <laughs> Nobody likes that guy. Boy, he, wasn't he a miserable son of a bitch near the end of his tenure on fucking television, Regis? Yeah. He was a miserable cunt. Yeah. Is he alive still? He's still I don't think No, he, he passed away. Didn't Regis pass? He does hold the record for the most hours on live, like, live studio television, though. He was great! <laughs> Ryan Seacrest is a bitch. Oh, God. And Kelly. God. She's so... Likeable and tries so hard that it's it's sickening. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. You know, I was actually at the high school in New Jersey that her kids go to. Really? And you want to talk about a high school with like rich, spoiled brats? That's just uppity shit right there. Because Kelly well, Ripa, the, Kelly Ripa has more money than God himself. Well, so their football stadium. I mean, their gym was. They had like four gyms in this high school. But uh, their football stadium was like an actual stadium. Like they had, right? It was like four stories on the outside, and they had it covered in like this. Well, I must be like clairvoyant or something, because Regis Philbin passed away almost a year ago to the day. It was July twenty fourth last year. Oh man! But anyway, go ahead. The, this stadium. You're clairvoyant. I brought him up. You bitch. <laughs> go on. I oh. mentioned his death. So the stadium is piggybacking off me again. They, Jesus. <laughs> That's me. I'm riding your coattails. That's all I ever this do. This is my personal hell. This I don't get credit <laughs> for any of this send shit. Send my teeth. I got no teeth. And Phil keeps taking credit for my stuff. <laughs> it's funny because if you type in Kelly Ripa, net worth is the very first thing it attaches to her name. She's worth $120 million. Take that, Seacrest. Seacrest out. Kelly Ripa has definitely come a long way from her humble professional beginnings as a prostitute. No, I don't know. <laughs> She was. She acted in soap operas. She's already sold her soul. She's already hoard herself out for money. She was on my mom's soap opera, and I can remember when she got the uh, the thing, the whole thing with Regis. And my mom's like, "What if she's not going to be on the soap opera now?" I'm like, you think? You think, yeah. mom? You think she's going to stay doing that? No, 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 no. She didn't. They, her character was killed off quicker than a, you know. So the thing I like about Kelly Ripa has a pretty face, but she's got the the body of like a. 12-year-old boy. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. Because she always works out all the time. She's, like, real muscular, but yet short and, like, yeah. Yeah. She does not fill out a sundress. Gross. When I was off, I caught a few, for a few days of vacation, I caught a little bit of the show, and I was like, I would stop by my dad's, he had it on. So do you, like, think, eh. do you think she's always in full Kelly Ripa mode? Like, how could you hang out with her if she was? Because it would get disgusting. Yeah. I'm sure she is. Just being bubbly like that all the time. Like, at least we found it with, like, Ellen. Like, we knew it, but she's a bitch. 
Ellen is. Like, yeah, well, I, I think Kelly Ripa's probably on so much cocaine and speed. I think she does a lot of coke. Yeah. That's how she stays skinny, though. It is, and that's how she puts up with Ryan Seacrest. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ryan Seacrest isn't on cocaine, though. He's on the opposite. Yeah. He's on, like, downers. He is a downer. Oh, Jesus, I know. So, remember a few years ago when... <laughs> Go on. Tell me more. When uh, when they were propping Dick Clark up. Oh, my God. I was stuff. just thinking the exact same thing. Like, he stabbed Dick Clark in the back. He'd go over to Dick Clark and be like, We're going to turn it over to Dick Clark. Dick, why don't you give us a countdown? You know, Ryan, I love doing this show. Kiss his wife, who's forty years younger than he is. Yeah, <laughs> drooling the whole. And you time. just see the dollar signs in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we well, love Dick Clark they, too. We're not bashing that? Dick Clark. No, We're bashing God, Ryan Seacrest no. here. Well, not just Ryan Seacrest, but like all the production team behind all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's. Uh, somebody do makeup. Ah, fuck it. Don't do bother doing makeup. Don't bother doing Dick's no. makeup. Shit. Shit. That'll be drooled off. It'll his just face make him look more seconds. like death. Can we get him a couple of uh, martinis or something? Get him a little worse? <laughs> Dick, you're slurring your words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dick. Rest in peace, But dear Clark. Lord, who, who put him on TV? Like, who, who was handling him at that point? They're like, Dick, hey, buddy. New Year's Rockin' Eve. You've been doing it for 55 years, Dick. Yeah. Come on, let's go. It's never time to hang it up. New Year's Rockin' Eve with Dick Clark. Here we are at the 2024 Dick Clark's Rockin' Eve. We're going to throw it over to the hologram of Dick Clark. No, what they'd do is they'd have like the old Dick Clark hologram with young Dick Clark uh, speaking. <laughs> Synthetic Dick Clark voice. <laughs> the movements would be like, it'd glitch up every once in a while. <laughs> be like Max Hedrum. But, but whatever. Like, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to New Year's Rock and Roll Eve. Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest. Back to you. Ryan. Oh, so Nick Clark, out. <laughs> we probably went. Ten minutes too long on this podcast. Well, we started poking fun at Dick Clark. You're right. Yeah. We love uh, you, Dick. Clark. Let the record show that Phil has said on air that he loves Dick. Of course, a good editor would probably just pluck that right out of there and blackmail me <laughs> yeah, with we, it. We don't have one. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> that's, that's work, and I know that you ain't even got a job right now. <laughs> I'm barely like I up. Can't, I can't blackmail you for shit. I barely. You, you ain't gonna get shit. You ain't gonna. That's like drawing blood from a rock. Shit. Can I get a share of your unemployment check? <laughs> I won't put this online. <laughs> you can. You can have the change. You can have the eighty-two cents. <laughs> Sold. Send my teeth. Hey, Phil, will you go down here, uh, your bridge card, get me some, uh, or buy some cigarettes, and then turn them back in so that I can, I can get some money from you? <laughs> bridge card. Who are your bridge card? Holy fuck. 
Well, All right, we've offended everybody. This has been a great episode. I don't know. It's <laughs> been a fact, decent episode. It's been an episode. It's been interesting. It's another one for the books. This is another hour and 19 minutes. And by the way, Katie up in Alaska, which congratulations on your wedding. We love you, Katie. Katie Taylor now, no longer McConaughey. Uh, says she's about caught up, but she said it's hard to catch up when all the quick trips are not so quick. Yeah, that does make it tough, but live with it. That's right. Deal with it. You get what you pay for and even more. We can't always get free bacon at Subway. Nope. Or hand jobs. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> all right. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Pineapple Nipple Arsehole at gmail.com. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com. Make good choices.